Welcome to the Moonlight of Amuna, Parshas Achrei Mais. This week's learning should be a schus for a full shleimah for Chana Mash, Bas Vilcher, Ratz Bas Rochel, Shmuel Shnezal, Ben Chavachava, Mortnach, Mordech, Ben Ophira, Chaya, Bas Tova, Ephraim, Ben Yafa, Micha Chaim, Ben Sora, Ruchama, Peramalkalea, Bas Chana, Seril, and Lilnishmas, Henya, Bas Yechiel, Mechel. Parshas Achrei Mais opens up with a strange pasuk. It says, Vayidabra Hashem al Moshe, Hashem spoke to Moshe, Achrei Moshe, Nei Bnei Aaron, after the death of the two sons of Aaron, Bekarvasim Lutnei Hashem, when they drew close before Hashem, Vayamusu, and they died. And the word Vayamusu seems to be redundant, repetitive, right? We said, Achrei Moshe, Nei Bnei Aaron, after the death of the two sons of Aaron, so we know that they died. Vayamusu, and they died, seems to be extra, seems to be unnecessary, and we're not clear what the Pasuk is telling us. The Arachayim HaKadosh gives a, uh, a bit of an explanation. He goes through various different reasons that are offered, many discussed in Parshish Shmini, exactly what the Aveir of Nadav and Aviyu was. What, what did Nadav and Aviyu do wrong that they deserved to die in the way that they died, that the fire had entered them? And we know of the Gemaras, the Gemaras tell us that... Uh, that their bodies weren't weren't uh, burned, only their insides were burned, and uh, the Archaim has a, a major discussion. But one of the ideas there is he says that Nadav and Aviu. Uh, they died because they tried to get too close to Hashem. And, and, and maybe it wasn't even a punishment. It was sort of uh, Hashem taking them because they, they, they got so close to Hashem that their bodies couldn't contain them anymore. And maybe that's why just the insides, their insides were destroyed. The body, though, ju- it just couldn't contain the souls anymore. Their so- souls drew too close to Hashem. They, they delighted in, in, in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that it couldn't, they couldn't be contained anymore in a physical body and therefore their souls like left the body out of an ecstasy of a closeness to Hashem. However, if you look back at Parsha Shmini in Perak Yud, Pasuk Aleph and Bez, over there it says that um, it says, Hashem, zora tziva isam. The the uh, the Torah says that the part of the reason they were they were they were killed was because they put a terrorist that Hashem had not commanded them to bring, which is a uh, it's an indication of some kind of aver that they did something wrong. And the question is, based on what the Archaim is explaining. It doesn't sound like there was an Aver. It sounds like it was this tremendous closeness that they were trying to achieve, and yet the Torah seems to refer to it as an Aver. As a matter of fact, if you look back in Pashashmini and Pasuk Yud Perak Gimel, uh, sorry, Perak Yud Pasuk Gimel, Rashi over there says, Amalei Moshe Aaron. Uh, Moshe said to Aaron after they died, Aaron Achi, my brother Aaron, I knew that this this house, this Mishkan, was going to be sanctified through those who know Hashem, those who are close to Hashem. Moshe says to Aaron, I thought it was going to be either me or you. Now I see I see that Nadav and Avi are even greater than me and you. That Hashem chose them to sanctify the the the, the Mishkan. Through Nadav and Aviyu, it means they're even greater than me, Moshe, and you, Aaron. So the question really here is, how, how do how do we look at this, and how do we understand what's uh, what's what's happening here? Because on the one hand, Nadav and Aviyu were were they lo- the way the Arachaim explains it, they lost they they lost their lives because they grew cl- too close to Hashem, and as Rashi indicates, there they were they were greater even than Moshe and Aaron. Yet there is indication that they had committed some kind of an avera. So how do we how do we how do we uh, explain this to put this all together? 
So Lubavitch Rebbe explains, he explains as follows. He says that it's true that Nadav and Aviyu had such a strong desire to come close to Hashem. And they worked so hard to purify themselves so that they got to a point, a tremendous level of Kedusha, a tremendous level of sanctity that they, their bodies could no longer contra- con- con- contain their souls. Yet, at the same time, even this was so, such greatness, and they reached on, to some degree, as Moshe said, some degree, a level higher than Moshe and Aaron, but but this is still considered to be an Avera on some level, on their level, right? That while it's true that when a person serves Hashem, he's supposed to try to to reach the highest levels uh, and to and to be go above the limits of his physical body and to be so devoted and to be so dovuk, so connected to Hashem, to that that he's supposed to do everything he can to reach that kind of level. But the mistake they made was that they that they a, a, a Jew has to remember that when he's serving Hashem, that Hashem gives us a physical body and physical life because he wants to he wants to uh, he wants us to serve him within the physical world. Nadav and Aviyah was such a high level, and they were so connected to Hashem, and they were so davuk that they forgot, or we could say that about such tzaddikim, but they missed something about that, and they thought they could serve Hashem without any physical attachment. Right? That's why some say that the Avera that they did was that they didn't get married right and there are other other things uh, other other uh explanations there but the, but the message of the mishkan and this was specifically why in the they were punished in the mishkan was the 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 message of the mishkan was Hashem says, I created a physical world. I don't want you to come up here to serve me up here. I want you to bring me down to this world. I want you to serve me within physical life. I want you to serve me with a wife and children, with eating and, and drinking, with all the physical things, with making a living. I want you to serve me within all of that. And that was the, if we, we can't say it, but the error of Nadav and Aviyu, that they they wanted to separate. They wanted to separate the Yeruchnias from the Gashmias. They wanted to separate, they wanted to be completely on a completely spiritual level attached to Hashem. What Hashem wants from us in this world is that we is that we should take this physical world and turn it into a place where Hashem Shechina is felt and a person lives with a live, lives with Hashem all the time. We have to our, our job is not to try to leave the physical world, but to stay within the physical world and to sanctify it, to make the, our physical lives kodesh. Therefore, on their level, Nadav and Aviyu, in their in their search and their aspiration to become so connected to Hashem, they sinned because they forgot the message and the purpose and the mission of Hashem putting us in this world. Now, if you read the pasuk again, Hashem says to Moshe, after the death of Aaron's two sons, Hashem, their death was brought about because they tried to get so close to Hashem. And what? So why did that result in death? Why was that considered to be some sort of avera on their level that Hashem was upset at them? It was because because they tried to get close to Hashem in a in a way that they weren't supposed to vayamusu and they brought themselves to death. They cho- they chose to try to get so close to Hashem to love Hashem basically to death at the expense 
of fulfilling the mission that they're supposed to fulfill in this world, of bringing Kedusha into this world. They brought about their death by, by going f- completely for the spiritual so that the physical body could not contain them. They brought about their death and that's why they, that's why they died. That's, so, so the word by Yamusu is not repeating what it said, it's an explanation. They brought themselves to such a spiritual le- level that they could not be contained in the physical body and Hashem said that was a mistake. On their level, that was a mistake. That's not what I want from you in this world. I want you to serve me in this world with the physical world that I gave you, with your physical bodies, with all of the things that come along with living a, f- a physical life, but to make it all about Kedusha, so that when you go to work, you are thinking about how you could bring the Shekhinah into the world through through what you do to make a living. When you deal with your wife and your children and your friends, what can I do to bring the Shekhinah into this physical world? And this can explain a question that, that is sometimes bothersome when you look at the Pasuk, the, 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 the Parsha. The Parsha is talking about, the, at least the, most of the beginning of the Parsha, most of the Parsha is talking about the, the Avoid of Yom Kippur, right? And so the question is, why is that introduced? We dealt with the death of Aaron's sons back in Parsha Shmini. Then we had Parsha Tazriyam etc. And now the Torah comes to talk about Yom Kippur, and it says, after the death of the sons of Aaron. And the question is, like, what does that have to do? What, why, what, what's the connection there? So if you look a few Pesukim later, in Pasuk Vav, it says, uh, the Hikr of Aaron is Parachat. This Aaron will bring a, this is one of the first power that Aaron brings on Yom Kippur, that the Kohen Gadol brings on Yom Kippur. Ashalei, that's his. Vechipar Badoi, he'll get, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll achieve atonement for himself, Uvad and for his and for his household. And the very first Mishnah, Masechtus Yuma, says that what is his household means his wife. And we know from the beginning of Masechtus Yuma that a Kohen Gadol has to be married. He has to be married to uh, to be able to do the Avoida. As a matter of fact, the Gemara in, 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 in Yuma goes through quite a bit uh, da, uh, on, uh, talking about that first Mishnah on Daf Yud Gimel. How do we make sure that the Kohen Gadol is married even if something happens to his wife, right? And... Uh, I mean, at least according to one opinion in the Mishnah, right? Whether we, we set up a backup wife. According to the Chum, we do not. But, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, we even have to set up a backup wife. But we certainly see that a Kohen Gadol is not married, at least like Achila, uh, he cannot, cannot do the Avoida. And that highlights for us a connection to another one of you. As we mentioned earlier, one of the reasons, according to one, one, one uh, opinion in the Medrash, is because they never got married. Right, and and another one says because they never had children, but that's uh, that's but the idea is that they did not engage in this world, right? So this connects what we're saying. Even the Kohen Gadol, the holiest Jew, the holiest person on the planet, going in on the holiest day, the holiest time of the year on Yom Kippur, into the holiest place, into the Kodesh Hakodashim, right? This is the the most spiritual moment, most spiritual person, most spiritual moment, most spiritual place in the world, has to be married. That highlights for us, explains Lubavitcher Rebbe, this very concept that we're saying that Nadav Anaviyu's mistake was. Their mistake was that they thought you could be entirely spiritual. Yom Kippur Avoida, as much as it's this most spiritual Avoida, but the idea is it, it has to be connected to our physical life. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to live with spirituality with our physical lives, right? Therefore, the, 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 lesson, the lesson of Yom Kippur, as much as we make ourselves spiritual, we don't eat, but the Kohen Gadol has to be married. 
He has to be connected to the physical world. He has to have children. He has to be connected to the physical world. Yom Kippur is not, not even a view, we're seeking a Yom Kippur, an idealistic Yom Kippur where you completely attach from your physical life. Says, says the Torah, no, even Yom Kippur, even this holiest moment, this holiest moment in the holiest place with the holiest person has to be a connection. There has to be a connection to the physical world. Connection to the physical, to the physical world of a basoy, of his house, of a wife, of children. That has to be the way that even when a person approaches Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur is the day that we're most as as spiritual as we possibly can get. We don't eat all day, we stand in shul all day, we wear white like Malachim. But the Kohen Gadol who's representing us has to be married. He has to be still somewhat connected to his physical physical life. If he's disconnected from his physical life, if he's disconnected from his physical life, he cannot achieve the proper spirituality that is our mission in this world. And therefore, even the first carbon that he's bringing, the first par that he brings, okay, after the Tumid, but the first... Ca- carbon, the Yom Kippur carbon that he's bringing specifically connects him to, the, to his wife, to his physical world. They're not, our, our physical world and our spiritual world are not supposed to be separate. They're not supposed to be, you know, when I'm in shul, when I'm, in, when I'm learning, then I'm a spiritual person. When I'm doing physical things, when I'm paying my bills at home, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm eating dinner, then I'm a physical person and never the twain shall meet. That's an incorrect uh, uh, approach in, in, in Hashkafa of the Torah. And the Torah is showing us that. The Torah, Therefore, introduces the avoid of Yom Kippur with the death of Nadav and Aviyu to tell us to tell us this was the mistake again on their level, but this was the mistake they made, and this is not what Hashem wants from us, and this is not why Hashem put us in this world. And therefore, says Lubavitcher Rebbe, this is not just a lesson for at a time when we had a base of Mikdash and there was a Kohen Gadol going into the Kodesh Akdashim. But we have moments in our lives when we walk into the Kodesh Akdashim, right? We learned something that really inspired us. We heard a shear that really inspired us. We had a davening that really, we felt, we felt very spiritual. We felt very spiritual. Says Hashem, when you're in that moment, when you're in your Kodesh Akdashim, when you're like the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Akdashim, you have to have in the back of your mind that there's a physical world and you have to figure out how am I going to how am I going to translate this moment of intense spiritual connection of feeling Hashem's presence in my life how am I going to put that back into my 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 regular physical life if all I do is have these tremendous spiritual highs but then five minutes later when I'm at work I forget about God and I forget about my spiritual life so then I didn't accomplish anything in those high spiritual moments our job is, our, our mission in life is to connect the two. Therefore, when we have these amazing spiritual moments, we have to figure out how am I going to now embed that into my regular life. I feel, I heard a sheer, or I feel kind of inspiration about Amuna. I have to remember that later when I'm at work, I have to remember this is all Hashem. Everything is coming from Hashem. And when we're with, and, we're, and, and when we're with our, our, living our physical lives, we have to constantly draw on those spiritual moments and we have to imbue them and embed our spirituality into into them, right? And the Bhagavad adds an idea that we also have to we have to we have to teach our children, we have to put into our family and into ourselves this idea that they're not at the expense of each other. Sometimes we think like, oh I spent too much time at Davening and therefore I didn't have enough time to work today and therefore I lost opportunities to make money. He says no it's not true. It's not true. That's what brings us our our physical our parnasa. That's what brings us all of the good things in our physical world. The two have to work hand in hand all the 
time. I have to live my physical life with God on my mind and recognize that the spirituality in my life is what's bringing me the good things. My children are healthy, Baruch Hashem. That's because that's connected to my spiritual well-being. And 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 when I'm learning and when I'm davening, I know that the the, the purpose is to connect to Hashem and to bring Hashem into the rest of my life. It has to be a constant, fluid situation. We're constantly bringing from one to the other. Then, then a person, then a person could be like Aaron Akayan going into the Kodesh Hakdashim on the holiest day of the year and not make the mistake that Nadav and Aviu made that the two are separate. And then, so that's what Hakadosh Baruch was warning us with this week's parsha. Achrei Moishnei Bnei Aaron. After the two children of of Aaron died, after the two two children of Aaron died, and 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 they and they uh, and they they separated their physical and their spiritual, so that the two couldn't be contained together. It, then the Torah goes into Yom Kippur to tell us, you know, the proper way to do Yom Kippur is the way I'm showing Moshe to teach Aaron that there has to be a wife and there has to be children, there has to be a physical world. He can't go in there completely disconnected from the physical world. He has to be thinking about. We know that the Tefillah of the Kohen Gadol said the short feel that the Kohen Gadol said when he came out of the, the Kodesh HaKadoshim had to do with women not ma- miscarrying and people should have enough parnasa and not to listen to the to the prayers of those who were traveling on the way who would wa- who would not want the Jews to have parnasa, he wants the rain to stop. Aaron Kohen had to be and the Kohen Gadol always had to be connected to the basic physical lives of the Jewish people and to, and to connect the two. His job was not to separate them, to leave the physical world outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim and take spirituality in there, but to keep the two connected throughout and if we learn that lesson then every moment of our lives we could be living like the Kohen Gadol and the Kodesh Akdashim on Yom Kippur so I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos and we should take these lessons to heart and change every moment of our lives into into beautiful uh, lives uh, our physical lives we should have success in our physical lives but that they are imbued with spirituality that are filled with spirituality and that there should be no separation between the physical and the spiritual everything should be bringing the Shekhinah like the Mishkan was built to bring the Shekhinah down into this world. Have a great Shabbos.